All right, welcome into the BFR podcast presented by Sports Mockery. My name is Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, Dave underscore BFR. You can check out all my work on sportsmockery.com. Joined by my guy, my co-host, Ficky. You can follow him on Twitter, it's Ficky, baby. This is tough. Bears, Bucks, we're going to go ahead and recap it. Probably won't be a long one. We'll probably get more into everything Tuesday. Uh, but for now, we're just going to give our live reactions. Uh, Ficky, I'll start with you, man. How are you feeling? Man, I don't know if I'm feeling anything, to be honest. I'm just pure numbness at this point because, like, you to think to think that this team has not won a game in over 11 months now, like loss after loss after loss. 12 consecutive year, loss. 12 consecutive loss. And last year, there was a little bit of, like, well, we know we're supposed to be losing, right? You know, you're like, okay, it's whatever. Like, we know we're we're trying to get to this point where we're at right now. And the fact that we're at this point, and I feel worse than when we were when we started the streak, blows my mind. Fields looked better last year with the play calling, with all that stuff, right? Exciting stuff compared to this year. So I know we'll get into the intricacies and all that to why this game was so hard to watch. And also these past two weeks have been tough. But just overall, I just feel like numb. I'm like, yo, this is the same year. I mean, it's the, you know, it's a different year, but same shit. So how you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, how do I feel? I, it's it's tough, man. Even just the way we lost that game, um, having a little bit of hope there. You, you get Fields and the and the Bears offense. You know, you have an opportunity to go and win this game, sneak out of Tampa with a win, and then you then you can honestly um, go about you know what's going on, what's going wrong in a way better manner. You're not having yeah. to deal with you know zero and two start um, and the and the it's the end of the world. But no, here we are. You still couldn't get done. It's honestly even worse because. I mean, that screenplay with Chase Claypool, Bro, right? Don't. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Back and he had to a great back. game. I'm, I'm not going to put him yeah. – but then you – then Getsy cooks up another screen. Bro. Inside your five-yard line, in the middle, and it, and the Bucks were all over it. So I don't want to jump the gun too much, but go ahead. And, what, what were we going to say? No, I'm just saying the screens. I don't understand. This it's, isn't Madden. You can't run the same thing back-to-back. To back to back, like there's there's so many screens, man. I get some of them worked. Like you looked at the Colt Komet screen on third down. That one I liked. You know what I mean? That one I, I really like that screen. But yeah. all the rest of them, none of them worked, bro. So it's like it, it takes me back to the Nagy era where it's like, okay, this is our game plan, but you know it doesn't work. But we're gonna keep doing it. It's like why yeah. though? Like it didn't work last week. It didn't work this week. Please stop with the screens. I said that in the first quarter of the game, and the fact that it ends basically on a screen. It's just mind. Yeah. Well, let me let, let me finish here. So Justin Fields, yeah. let's go through the stat stat lines here, Ficky. Yeah. Justin Fields, sixteen to twenty nine, two hundred eleven yards, one touchdown, two picks, six sacks. He was sacked six times. Uh, quarterback rating sixty one point one. He rushed the ball four times. He rushed four, the ball bro. four fucking times. And I'm I'm gonna try and keep it cool here, but <laughs> four bro. four times it, for eight yards. That is his best skill. When the passing is and they not t- working, they took it away, man. Bro, run. They did one. I think it was one uh, quarterback run. They did like a like almost like it looked like a power, but it was a sweep almost like a quarterback sweep into the heart of the Which, defense. Well, also, our uh, we're not pre- we're in two weeks. It's se- I've seen that the perimeter blocking hasn't been that great, so it's interesting that you yeah. do the QB run out that way. Anyways, doesn't matter. I give you, you know. I'm glad you did it right, but you only did it once. Bro, J- uh, Jalen Hurts gets like three quarterbacks, at least a game, bro. He runs the ball like three to four times, and he's not even a run-first quarterback. So 
that's why it's so hard. Like Fields right now is in a weird place because it's like uh uh on Twitter I posted my video, like my recap, and I was like, if he rips the ball, like when he throws the ball, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a great, that's great stuff. But then the the mix with the play calling and the lack of trust on how he got fucked over last year, you know, with not having weapons in an offensive line that was Swiss cheese. I feel like we've broken the guy to a guy who used to be touchdown to check down. Now it's checked. Now it's like, you know, I'm looking, I, I don't trust what I'm seeing. And then now yeah. he doesn't even run out of the pocket anymore. It's, it's baffling. I don't know what we're going to do or what's going to happen next, but it's that the, the coaching overall was just pathetic. Yeah. And I, you you nailed that one. I, I tweeted right after the game. You know, it's so hard because I don't want to like tweet emotionally, but at the same time, it's like it's been a rough first two weeks. So for me, I, I wanted Justin Fields. I, I said I wanted Justin Fields to be the guy so bad. One of the best prospects coming out of college the Bears have ever had at the QB position. Ever. ever. And somehow they fucked this up. Like I could be wrong 10 weeks from now, and I hope I am. I hope, you know, this gets, you know, cold, freezing takes, whatever it is. Please. But it's like, Somehow he has regressed and they've coached him to be a com completely different quarterback. And it's not all on the coaching because Fields has his flaws, but it's like, man, he should be, he should have improved in a lot more areas instead of just regressing and then also not use, using his best skill set, which is his legs, because they didn't really roll him out too often. The one time they did, I think it was commit drop. Commit drop. It was a great there's ball. There's another one that was a, there's, yeah, a great ball. And there's another one where he did a rollout and he threw a dime like on yeah. near the sideline. I can't remember to who, but he, when he then, rolls out, it's like, wow, that works. Surprise. Yeah, and then on the first drive, no you know, you get DJ Moore uh, on some slants. It, it's, it's no screens on that first drive, that opening drive in the first quarter, there was no screens tip. I don't think it, it was DJ Moore twice for like 64 yards total. And then they roll him out in the, you know, they get stuffed on that first down play inside the goal line, inside the five. And then it's I formation. And then they, you know, roll him out to his right. However, there was no mm. receivers there. So unless fields, well, thankfully he got to the edge and he scored, but it's like, if right. that gets blown up there, it's like, he has no one to throw to. So looking back at the all 22 on that is going to be interesting because I don't know what the design was there, unless it was just for fields, just to try to tuck it and run, which it worked out great. Awesome. First drive rest of the rest of the fucking game was, was pitiful, man. Bro, it, Baker it looked great too. Yeah. It, we can get to the defense here in a second, but like, it's, the offense is like if it's it reminds me of Nagy. It was like, oh, when it's the scripted plays, it works. Like you know what you need to, you know, that first drive. We did that last year. We were one of the top scoring first drive offenses. We come out in those first 10 scripted plays, we do fine. There's no adaptability. Uh, there's no adaptability or like coaching or switching up after the fucking first drive. Bro, I don't I, that's why I don't understand. That's why it's such a coaching thing. And I'm not taking away field what fields has done wrong, right? Like I'm I'm kind of off the fields wagon now like i've always been a feel like pro fields pro fields but after yeah. this i'm like i just i just can't i'm not like oh he sucks completely but i'm just like i can't keep that leads me that leads me to my first question vicky yeah justin fields i want to get to him we're going to get to the entire team real quick but justin fields after this game get, week number two is in the books are you is it is it time to panic are you uh, off the, you, know, you said you're kind of off the train already but like is it done are you ready for yeah, this, another quarterback at this point see i'm not i'm not necessarily ready for another quarterback because there takes so much there's so much risk of a new quarterback right 
you first off have to suck so bad that you can pick first, right? There's some good quarterbacks in there. And then you have to pick the right guy. And then the guy has to be good. Like we just went through this with fields, right? So I'm not always so quick to be like, oh, let's just get rid of fields when the options, I don't have a guarantee that something's better. But what is what we've seen so far, the thing is not working. And it's 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 a mixture of fields with this coaching staff. I know this may seem, I don't know, this might be a little bit more homerish, but I'd rather fire the coaching staff and keep fields and bring someone in. But the problem is with that is that now fields has to learn a whole new offense. But what he's learning right mid-season. now has done more damage to what I, mean, I wouldn't even do midseason. It would have to be at like the end of the season. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? To, yeah, but it's or like you know, offensive coordinator, of course. I don't know. I don't know if you can clean the leave him house. in Tampa, bro. Leave him in Tampa, gar- bro. Gar- I'm honestly, bro. and what a downfall like for him because last year it was great. We were like, okay, yeah, that's he. We're, we're afraid of losing him potentially, you know, after this season. We're that's how positive it was. But these first two downs, I mean, or first two games, it's like. It reminds, it reminds me of Nagy. It really yeah. does. It really does remind me of Nagy, which is – it pisses me off, and Chief fans have already kind of seen that, you know, in regards to kind of what Nagy does and what he is. Um, however, it, you got to leave – honestly, I would leave him in Tampa. I, said, I think I tweeted it after the game. I'm emotional, but it's like that – some of these play calls were just uh, atrocious. So, Bro, so, so bad. So bad. And that's why I'm like – it. It's just a bad mix of quarterback. Like if you take another, let's, let's, let's think about this, right? This is the best person, like you said, the best person talent wise quarterback to ever step through this franchise and we can't even get it right. So yeah. I, you know, there's that argument of like, what happens if uh, Mahomes would, you know, if we would actually would have picked Mahomes, right? Mahomes is still a dog, but like Mahomes with Andy Reid and weapons from the jump got to sit behind a great quarterback. Like he had an ideal situation. Justin Fields got dropped into this team, into a shitty team with Matt Nagy, where he had ended up being the third string quarterback when he's your first round draft pick, had to go through that. Then last year, Poles comes in, uh, 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 basically guts the team, which I was pro for. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I understand your reasoning. But because of that, Fields developed habits of like, yeah, I got to run out of the pocket. I don't trust my offensive line. I don't have weapons open. Basically, he had to go like, yo, it's either I make the play or it doesn't get made. So now now we're starting to see those uh, those bad habits transfer over now. And then also, I think he's getting overcoached. I'm not in the obviously we're not in the locker room, so I don't you know, we're not in the building. So we don't know for sure. But based off like his decision making and how it's like almost gotten slower. And now his drop back is like slower, too. Like it's it's like yeah. it just seems saw- like he's not being coached correctly in any of the facets and mix that with his bad habits. It's just like a it's just a fucking mess. So this this regime or this regime is so far the GM and head coach are three and sixteen. Oh, They're garbage! Three and sixteen, man. Um, whether it's on polls, you know, if it's on fields, you know, Getzy, uh, Allen Williams, it, it, three and sixteen, and Fields. I, I don't even know what his record is. I think it's what five and oh, it's, twenty something. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. Anyways, but it's like there's a lot of excuses that we've kind of made up for this regime for polls and everything. It's like. At one point, do you is it not? When do you got to stop that? When is it like okay? We just got to make a change. We we were wrong here, you know. Um, we just got to make a change, and it's like you're getting to the point. I can't believe already in week two, because of how terrible this team has looked. Like <laughs> terrible, it's so frustrating, bro. man. Like I bro, was dreading coming on, but it's 
Oh my God. I like, I'm here for the people. Cause like, it's always great to have a venting session because we're all yeah. going through it, but Oh my God. I, the last thing I wanted to fucking talk about is this team because it just, it just gets your blood boil. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. You know, it's actually funny though. I did have a tweet that was like the, uh, very typical, like the bears, they always, you know, they get, they, they pull me right back in when they shouldn't. And then immediately break my heart. Let's see how this goes. Literally yeah. tweet that the next play, bro. Fields throws that pick and I go, well, well, we got here pretty quickly. I just, it's like, it's, it's, yeah. it's NFL script, right? If you believe in that, this is the same NFL script every year where they just go, Hey, look, the bears so, will be dog shit and they'll pull you in and they're going to shit the bed. So Eberflus was asked on that screen that went for a pick six to end the, uh, essentially ended the game, you know, and he come back for the bears there. It says it's great when it works and when it doesn't, you can criticize. So, I mean, it's going to be a fucking long week. I mean that bro, it, that's it every like, play. What, it worked three out of the 20 times that game. Maybe. Yeah. But, but what kind of comment is that anyways? That's basically saying, Oh, when it works, it works when it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. No shit. Like <laughs> obviously it, but it's not working. That's Optics. the point. We, Bro, we have a we have a, a we have a rest. I mean, a receipts of tons, like a receipt as long as CBS receipts of screenplays that have not worked this season. But yet, you keep running them. I it's mind boggling. I don't even know. <laughs> it's just the stuff like that is instead of yeah. the hits principle, it's the shit principle. They have the S in the wrong spot. Put that in the put that in the freaking front. That's, yeah, that's the, the principle hits principle right is because, not there because there's penalties. There's you know I think there's I forgot the corner. I mean, Kyler Gordon going down, obviously, but then you have Brisker, Jackson out for a while that game. Jackson's might be out for a very long time. It's the same foot that he injured last year. Mm -hmm. And you have people, you know, hitting the quarterback. Baker Mayfield was basically going out of bounds. I think it was Stroman. Oh, that was dumb. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, but he came out the there. practice. Yeah, but he came out the yeah. practice squad. I'm almost like you shouldn't even. You're not typically. You're not even in the game, bro. Like. Dave but Howard like, yeah. on Facebook goes, we are the Lions, LOL. No, yeah. no, no. Lions are better. I mean, to be fair, the whole they NFC did lose North today. lost. They all lost. But you know what's different? They all lost close games. So, yeah, they well, ours was close, but, like, they lost, like, 30 points-ish. I guess the Packers won. But, like, here's, here's the thing, though, right? Like, if we're going to lose, I'm going to pick, like, the Green Bay loss, where your quarterback throws three touchdowns. I don't think he had any – interceptions no picks. and you just lose. almost had 300 yards i think 300 yards right you just lose that's fine you're gonna lose games but yeah. that if you're gonna lose that's how you lose you you don't lose how we lose where you have a chance to win it and you do two screens in a row and i'm not even mad at because really i know maybe i'm making too many excuses for fields that screen pass he what he did not see that that basically that lineman barrett that ends yeah barrett yeah that barrett, was a fucking destroyed great play. the game yeah, he just went back, saw the offensive lineman. So I'm not even blaming Fields for that. And then the second yeah. one, Claypool, like you're just forcing something in there. Claypool couldn't hold well, on dude, to it. It's for me, it's like, okay, on that on that screenplay, you have you just ran one. And it was called back because Claypool, you know, illegal blocking downfield. I get it. That's coaching, in my opinion. Um oh, 100% I think, coaching. I think Claypool had a, a very decent game. Like yeah, he, he bounced was, back well. Some of those blocks that he landed were great. Um, he made a you know the touchdown you know catch for me. I, I, I'm Claypool's fine in my book. Um, he lives he for another he's not week. the reason we. He's yeah. not the reason we lost. But it's like Getzy. You have a quarterback that is the fastest quarterback in the NFL. You know maybe Lamar's faster. Who cares? But who can get you at least three four yards almost every down? And you're gonna run another screen in one of the most dangerous areas of the field inside your five line five why yard would line. You, it's like why would you allow that much pressure? 
on your no, no. He, first of all, like on a screen, right? Like almost, on a screen, it's a free release, right? Basically, in essence, right? You're trying to let them all the linemen get through, so then they beat that that line of the defense, right? Well, if you're on your own five, right? Sometimes on screens, a quarterback need you know they can drop back as much space as they want, so they have like you know they're trying to buy as much time as possible. If you're in your own end zone, you you you're limited as well. So now it's just an interesting, like if it works, it's like oh what a great call. But it's yeah. like it's a mix of like that's a weird place to call it, and you literally just called a screen the yeah. play before, bro. And then a couple plays before that, there was um the Tampa Bay was caught offside. So I mean they threw the flag, so it was a free play. But I mean, if there's no if they weren't obviously there's a lot of pressure there, but it's like Fields, he holds onto the ball already way too long. And he almost got, you know, if there wasn't for the offsides there, it would have been a safety, you know, if he or a pick. I think he ended up just throwing it up. Mm-hmm. But it's like in that scenario, for a guy that feels who has been struggling since you know the very beginning of the season, holding onto the ball all way too long, and then he did it as well this game. It's like, man, why would you? I just don't. I don't understand why they were the play calling just wasn't a little bit different on that final drive. Even just giving the ball to Herbert or Roshan to get you some more breathing room there, you know, and instead of just throwing the, uh, you know, you know, kind of playing like Madden, like you mentioned, just. Same yeah, play. It really reminded me of that. Yeah, like, oh, won't commit a penalty. Well, you know, Claypool won't won't do it again. And it's like, no, yeah. th- that's why the NFL is the NFL. And you know, Barrett's a great player, and he recognized. I honestly, I, I watched it back, and I was like, that's just a hell of a play. Like by a pretty big dude, just athletically, you know, bringing it in like there, and then of course, you know, finishing it off. He had to run like two yards <laughs> to, to get the touchdown. Yeah, pretty oh, uh, pretty easy to get but in. Yeah, it we'll doesn't. Go ahead and, Let's jump yeah, into report sense. card here. Um, we'll start with Justin Fields. I mean, it's got to be the same as last What's week, right? Yeah, because here's the thing, and, and this is why it's so hard with Fields, because when he just – like, for example, the la- the first drive looked great. That's an A grade, right? The last drive – other not the last one and then the pick, but the one before that, you're like, that's great, right? That's an A. Everything else between, you're like, hmm, that could be a C to a D. You know what I mean? Holding on to the ball too long, not trusting what you're seeing with your eyes. But then also, it's like we keep going back to play calling because it's so, it's so obvious, right? Some of the stuff, it's like you're not helping this offense succeed in general. So it's almost like an incomplete on how to grade him. So it's like if Fields trusts himself and makes the plays, like if if Fields knows, like I'm just going to throw the ball and I'm not worrying about anything else, like when you have to, he balls out. So it's like if we can get him in that mindset from the jump, less worried about these mistakes that can be happening, he'd probably end more games with like a B area. But right now I got to give him like a C minus again. Some great drives, some great passes that we see and we go, that's the fields we know, right? That's the stuff where it's like, oh, that's why we picked him. But it's like I have to give you C minus if you you don't even have like over 20 rushing yards. Like what is this? You know what I mean? And also you get sacked six times. I know like two or three of those on you holding the ball too long. But like this offensive line is also dog shit. So it's just, it's hard yeah. to grade them. It really is. Yeah. I mean, especially you have to grade on what the coaching staff was wanting him to do, which was kind of almost be a pocket passer again, which is mind boggling. They didn't change the launch points too often. And when they did, it worked for the most part. So for me, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to be tough, man. I'm going to say D plus. Like, I just don't. It's it was tough. It was out there. You know, it was not fun. You, I'm not going to kind of harp on it too much because we already talked about Fields. Um, so I'll go D plus. You know, hopefully he changes. Hopefully things change fast for him. You know, especially in this regime. So we'll head over to the the D, uh, the offensive side. So we had DJ Moore. He went for over 100 yards, which is awesome. Right. And then you had Claypool, who kind of improved. Um, 
Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, you know, looked pretty good at, at, at yeah, I think, the, I think they, they were over five yards of carry, which is, yeah, I would say as a weapon, yeah, the weapons as a whole, I'd give like a B, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like nothing like crazy. We're like, Oh my God, Kurt, like Herbert had some great runs, some big ones on third downs. There were some big third down plays by Komet as well. Like I think yeah. overall they, they, I, I didn't look at the weapons and go, oh, they held us back. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. They're the well, reason Roshan, why we lost. Roshan Johnson had four attempts for 32 yards, averaged Great. eight yards a carry. Yep. Wow. Uh, Herbert, seven attempts for 35 yards, five yards a carry. Not bad either. Good. But yeah, Roshan had a, his longest rush was 29 yards. Um, would have liked to see him get a, get the ball a little bit more. You know, you and can't then when Justin you're down, Fields, though. It's hard. Yeah, like, we started passing a lot because we were down most of the game. And then Justin was four attempts, three yards. He had three total yards. I'm three sorry. Three yards. Four attempts, not even eight yards. Three total yards. His longest was five, but he, obviously he lost some yards there um, on a couple of the, the runs. It's it's honestly Think crazy. about then, that. This is the best running quarterback in the league. In the league. Mm-hmm. He has four attempts. So be, last year, right, he would flush out quickly. He'd go, you know, it's not there. Let me get out. Why is he not doing this? Shit? You know what I mean? That's why I think it's, again, I'm not saying that Fields is not doing what he needs to do. There's things he has to improve on 100 degree, 100% agree. That's why I've kind of hopped off the bandwagon. But I think there's more to this coaching. And we're seeing it oh, not yeah. just with Fields. We're seeing it across the board in all aspects of this team. That's why I'm like, might be time to get these get these guys out of here. But anyways, continue. I just had to make that point. Yeah. That's, that's, that's fireable. How does your best, your best quarterback have three Rushing yards, crazy. It's I, it's unbelievable. Well, let me finish up with the receiving here. Cole Komet, six targets, four receptions, 38 yards. Chase Claypool again, he had eight targets, three receptions for 36 yards in that touchdown. Uh, Darna Mooney was out. He was questionable to yeah. return with a knee injury. There's nothing uh, I've looked up. There's no um, – they have not kind of said yeah. what or the extent of the in- injury, but he didn't have a target all game. He went out pretty early. You had um, Roshan Johnson with two targets, two receptions, 10 yards, and then Herbert with three targets, one reception, 23 total yards. Um, Robert Tunyon, two targets, no receptions. It's tough out there, man. It, it was tough. Um, we'll go to the defensive side of the ball. Oh, um, wait, what was your grade? What was your grade for the weapons? Oh, I'm going to give him – yeah, I gave yeah. him a B. A B offensively? Yeah, as a whole, the oh, offensive no. weapons. Yeah, no, I'm going C minus. I'm going. I think it's that bad. I think it's bad, man. I think there was because the offensive line. I'm bringing in the offensive line here. Oh no, see, I'm not. I'm not counting them. That's a whole different story. I'm talking just like the receiving core and the running. Oh, okay. Yeah, if we're doing just the receiving core, tight ends, I would go. I would go. I'd go C. Nothing special. I like DJ Moore. Maybe that could bump you up to C plus B minus with DJ Moore having over 100 yards. Um. But yeah, uh, yeah O line o- line is sorry, because I want to include them. The O line I'm giving like a D. Like it was it was bad. Anytime you give up six yeah. sacks and like 12 plus pressures, I don't care if your quarterback's sitting back there I'm too not, long on plays. I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go F because that was probably Cleveland's game, you know, like where Fields was sacked yeah, we had a jillion like times. That's like where yeah. I put like an F grade. And it's like, yeah. okay, they weren't terrible, like they weren't that bad. Still, D was is they were fucking atrocious. Like Fraction yeah, Jones, it was, it was Fraction Jones. I, I'm so pissed off at him because like his regression in the last two weeks is I didn't see coming. You know, and it, well, it, you know what? Well, let me let me tell you, let me stop it here yeah. because actually last week, so the penalties, yes, but last week he had like a really high passing 
great against according to PFF. So I guess he did really well this week, though. hundred percent. He was not good in all aspects. Yeah. Neither was it's those penalties too, are probably the most infuriating. Cause I'm okay with giving, you know, getting beat by, a, you know, uh, an edge rusher or something, or like a, just getting beat occasionally is okay. But it's like these mental mistakes where it's like a drive's moving today. You know, there is a uh, one drive in the, in the second half where it's like, okay, there are a couple positive plays getting some, mom- some momentum gaining there. And then he gets a, False what start, is it, a penalty, false start, and then he gives up a sack. And the, it, yeah, he it just was like false start himself. and then gave up a sack. Yeah, he gave up like 15 yards. And It's incredible. Plays. I was just like, it's such a Bears thing uh, to do. So let's move on to the defense. Um, we Injuries were quick. We lost Eddie Jackson again to a foot. I think it's his right foot, same one as last year. He was out the rest of the game. Um, he was ruled out. Brisker went out early. Um, illness, I think it was like heat exhaustion. Um Something yeah, like something, that. Yeah. He came yeah. back in the second yeah. half, you know, played okay. What, what's your grade overall on the defense, man? I kind of want to break it down. So I'm going to go through the stats here if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, here, I'm going I'm to start with the D line. I want to give them their own okay. grade. They're getting in, they're getting an F. You got one pressure and unique, yeah. you know, I'll say, you know, at least you got back there, right? Or I think, yeah, you got back there twice, but you couldn't secure the tackle on either of them and they ended up both both of them baker didn't just escape he escaped him and got a first down on both of them um yeah. so overall if it wasn't for unique like no one did anything i mean demarcus walker had some good tackle for losses i think he had like three i think two or three so he like some some big ones too so you know those two did you know whatever everybody else non-existent they could run down our throats the whole game so i'm looking at the defensive line and i'm literally giving them an f and why i'm like wanted to break it down is because I've said this from the beginning. The team is one. No, the team is determined by the trenches on both sides, right? Offensive line, we look at it. Garbage, right? We're giving a degrade. You know, Fields didn't have much time back there. Garbage. Not only that, on the other side, Baker Mayfield could do whatever the hell he wanted back there, right? So it's why I bake that in is because it's hard to just look at the secondary who's already down two people and be like, oh, you guys suck. Well, it's like, no, you guys are back there guarding someone for six seconds. You know what I mean? Sooner or later, the offense wins. When a quarterback is comfortable back there, sooner or later, the offense is going to win because they know where they're going and a defense has to guess or, you know, follow or trail where another person is going. So it's always, I'm always going to look at the trenches first and the grade is always, like, there's never going to be a game where if the trenches were an F, like the, the secondary was an A. It's impossible, right? It always has to be like, well, the, the the trenches were like decent, at least C or, you know, B or whatever. And then you could be like, okay, now the, now the secondary could be bad, but it, it always starts up front. And they were dog water today. Like it was, it was so bad. It's and, it, it, and this is going to be continuous through the season. Like we've seen it for both sides, offensive line and defensive line have been bad for two games straight, and it's going to continue because we talked about it. Dave, you said it, I said it. Those are our biggest weaknesses, right? Poles made some, you know, some upgrades, but we knew that that was going to be the weaknesses of this team, and we're seeing it play out. Yeah, it's um, it's tough defensive line. I thought they got pressure at times, but it's like they couldn't tackle. They couldn't finish. They couldn't bring Baker down. It was like he was Michael Vick out there, like or even Justin Fields as far as just throwing guys off right. him and just staying alive. I'm like, that's what Justin's supposed to do. But instead, we got the Tampa D line that just just honestly was putting all of their weight on Justin. when they when they sacked him, man. It was like I'm surprised he didn't get hurt on some of those plays mm-hmm. because it was just like 300 pounds to the ground. I'm like, damn, it, it was yeah. it was frightening. So, and then as far as the defense goes, it's like Baker put up, look at the stat line, 26 to 34, 317, 
total yard or 317 yards to the air, one touchdown, 114.5 rating. He also rushed for 17 yards. He had more rushing yards than Justin yeah, the, Fields. The he had more yeah, attempts, yeah. six rushing attempts. Yeah. Compared to Fields is what? What was it? Three? Four. No, I think he had four, four? for three yards. Four for three, for three yards. yards? It's I mean, wow. And, and the defense, I think I don't they, think he got I don't think he got sacked. Did, no. I don't think Baker no. He got he didn't get sacked. Think about right. that. That's that's my point though. Think about it, right? Fields got sacked. Six times. That means they just can't. They got you know. They actually got him to the ground, right? Yeah. Because he broke a couple. Baker Mayfield did not touch the ground today, except on that one throw which he completed, right? Where he's kind of getting tackled, running forward a little bit. That man was not on the ground like at all. So no wonder he yeah. he could do whatever he wants back there. It's it's, it's crazy. About I will two, say this: two of the sacks were on Justin. They were on Justin. Oh yeah, yeah. he didn't yeah, get rid still of the ball. four. Four still bad. And oh, then yeah. not counting it's, the pressures too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, there's like 12 pressures. So yeah, hundred percent. I'm not taking away from fields. Fields definitely held the ball too long, especially on that one where, uh, where DJ Moore on third and like 15, it was third and 15. So there's a sack that already happened, but DJ Moore did like that big out and was clapping for the ball. You know what I mean? Cause he held it yeah. too long and he got sacked. So yeah, you see that he may not gotten a first down, but there's some plays like that, but like overall, like I'm still like this offensive line is not good. It's not good. And our defensive line is not good either. And so therefore we have we have two sides of the ball where the importance starts in the trenches and they both could be the worst in the NFL. Maybe not the offensive line. They may not be the worst in the NFL, but they're bottom five. This defensive line, no joke, Dave, might be worst in the NFL. I'm not even kidding. So it's going to be a tough year. And especially when your head coach is a defensive coach and he's calling the plays. But yeah. I will say this. This is interesting, though. The defense gave up 400 yards. But in reality, right, they only gave up 20 points. So they allowed a lot of, you know, drives to get down to the red zone, but they were on that bend, don't break, which is a part of that kind of like Tampa too. Yep. So I kind of feel indifferent because I'm like, okay, we know they, you're not that good, but at least you're not letting them score like yeah. touchdowns. For me, it's like they gave Justin Fields in the offense more than enough chances to win this game. They – I think they actually had in that fourth quarter or end of the third going to the fourth, they had three straight drives where it was like either three and out or they just moved the ball, you know, converted like one first down, but three, three, three and outs from that defense that was hurt. That was without Eddie Jackson, without Kyler Gordon, without pressure really up, up, up the middle. And it's like, they gave Justin another opportunity. They gave the offense, Luke Getze, whoever it is, they gave them another chance to go and win this game and save what could could have been a, a more positive week. You went say they come down, they go down there, they marched on the field, somehow score, and win the game. It's like okay, yeah, Justin's flawed. Getsy has to you know get his head out of his ass and figure out you know what but actually works and don't call what doesn't. And but now no, you you called back to back screens and we talked about it already. Not gonna harp on it too much. And now it's another hell week as far as the media goes. It's gonna be. Players, you know, having to answer the same damn questions like they did against Green Bay. And I mean, except for maybe DJ Moore, who was over 100 yards, we got him involved. So, I mean, that's great. So maybe not as, I don't know, who cares? It's still a loss, 12 in a row. For me, the defense, I honestly, if I'm grading them out with everything, all the variables, everything they had to work with, man, I I would say like a C plus, almost B category because it's like they're not that there's not a lot of talent. You were without Eddie and Brisker for a whole entire half. Brisker yeah. comes back, he's kind of still recovering from that heat, that illness, so he's not a hundred percent. 
and you have Tyreek Stevenson out there against Mike Evans and uh, Mike Evans Godwin, and it's like they still obviously Baker cooked them up, but they got the stops when they needed to and gave the team yeah. more than uh, more than enough chances. Like I said. So it's like no, that's that's fair because if you if so if you look at it from my perspective, if I'm just like grading and I'm just like how well did you do well or not, I could be like yeah, you guys didn't do well, that's a D. But if you go from the perspective which I like from yours, where it's like okay, if we look at the talent that's there, the pieces that were missing, did they perform to where they should have, or did they go above or below? And and you're right, it's like you know what, for what they had. They, they didn't – it's not like they went crazy and outperformed. They didn't have any turnovers or anything like that. They did force some, right? But you're like, okay, you know what? I could see that. You know what? They – based off what they have and the weapons they have, they outperformed what they should have, their expected uh, EPA. Oh, no. The game was so bad. The game was so bad that Dave decided to leave the pod. He was like, you know what? I'm done talking I, bears. <laughs> He's like, I'm done. It's so Dude, bad. I pressed the button on my on my mouse. Um, oh, switch it back. No, there we go. I, I pushed a button on my mouse and I was like, just listen to you talk. And then all of a sudden it went quiet. I look up. I'm like, what the hell just happened? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, so I just wake up. Dave was tired of hearing me uh, bitch about the team, so he decided to leave the pod, but he's back now. But yeah, no, but from your perspective, it's like they outperformed like the expectations of what they should yep. like this that defense probably should yeah. have given up way more touchdowns. And then on the reverse side, the offense with the weapons they had, all the pieces they had, they should have done more and they didn't so that's why they get a d so i, yeah. I kind of like that perspective from you yeah it's, i mean if you're going into this game thinking like oh you know we got 2018 defense you're, you're crazy you know so i, I kind of just had those expectations where i'm like i don't know it, wait it started wait a second. Off i want to yeah, i want to i want to just address this comment oh i see uh, it. kenny said that guy we got from the colts no sacks yeah actually he he had uh two sack or two sacks or one sack last year last game last week oh, he had he one had a sack for sure he almost yeah, should have had one, another one he, today Another one. Yeah, and he should have had two more today. So I, he is not the reason the D-line is not performing. He's literally the – him and Demarcus Walker are literally the only ones that are doing anything. Other than that, like, I wouldn't be surprised if this D-line gets revamped again. Like, you only have two or so people that are on it moving into next season. Yeah. So this has nothing to do with uh, Unique. I just want to make that clear. But Yeah. Um, I think Yannick Ngakwe, he got the pressures. He didn't get the sacks, which sucks. But at the same time, he did get the pressures. And Baker was just very good today. I mean, the Bucks. obviously I knew oh, they probably had advantage on, on some aspects of the, you know, in different areas of the team. But Baker, I didn't expect him to, I mean, he was almost perfect. Yeah, but think about some, it. You have, you're sitting back there so long. Yeah. He, he really had no one in his, even the unique ones on those rollouts, like he still had time. So it's like you have Mike Evans, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, right? You have uh, – well, I can't think of his name. Number 14. Why well, can't I think of his name? Another dog. Anyways, you have great weapons, based on my point. You have great weapons. Your offensive line is good. And you have all time back there, right? I would expect you. I mean, Baker Mayfield's not a rook. He knows how to pass the ball. He can yeah. make great passes. So that's why I look at it and go – if Fields had the same situation, right? Maybe he is wet. His weapons aren't as good, but like he's closer in weapons. But if Fields, I always go O line. If Fields had that time back there, right? Yeah. Would we be talking about these dumb decisions? I don't think so. I know there's plays where he does have more time than than whatever, but like I think as a whole, he doesn't feel comfortable back there because the O line has not shown him that yeah. given a reason to. The Bears are just not. They're not doing. They. 
they're not doing enough to help him out, in my opinion. Obviously, I think the receivers are great, but as far as the trenches go, the offensive line and the play calling, Garbage. they're not helping him out. And and that's and that's honestly why might we might be seeing some regression on fields because it's like they they are coaching him um, a little bit differently than even last year. It's like the, the step backs, like taking it's so like slow. We kind of talked about that, and then getting yeah. the ball out. It's like he just seems very indecisive. Like he the coaching is just not working. It's honestly, it's made him regress. Like I mentioned earlier. And it's, it's so frustrating because honestly, I thought he was the guy and he, and he still could be sure. But after the last two weeks, man, it's, it's exhausting. And it's like, even if we get Caleb Williams, even if we get Drake may Sanders, whoever it might be until it's, it's like beating the Packers until we fucking see that we can get a quarterback, a franchise quarterback. I will never believe it because also Justin was almost, he was so close to almost like a, one of the best pro- – like, he wasn't Trevor Lawrence, but he was 1B all the way up yeah, until I, college. I have a hot take. You drop Justin Fields in a different organization, he he's, yeah. does way better. It's it's less yeah. about the – it's more – it's it's we are a bad environment, right? Like, whatever you drop in this becomes bad, right? Because that's just how we are. And it's, it's probably from leadership, all that stuff. It's going to be interesting, though. Because we do have a new president in charge. And Kevin Warren in the past has not been afraid to fire people. He hasn't. So it will be interesting to see if what he's seeing now, he automatically goes like, nah, I'm not doing that. Like, no, we are a new bear. We are a new bears regime, right? We're not going to be the old, same old bears. We're like, eh, whatever. No, I'm cutting losses. You're out of here. You know what? And I know there's a comment here. Stop making excuses for him. It's not excuses for him. Have you not? This is Bears history. We have look at the history of the Bears. Any quarterback that's been decent or, you know, had potential before they got to us, they come to us and they suck. So I think it's fair for me to look and go, hey, he had a lot of potential. He didn't meet his potential because he came to our team. If he went to somewhere else, it doesn't mean he would have hit his potential. I'm saying, though, he's most likely not going to hit his potential because we're yeah. the Chicago Bears and no quarterback. I guarantee had. you, if he had an offensive line that he didn't have to worry about, he would still be a lot better than he is now. Like he, 100%. Because he, he, he holds onto the ball, but if he had an offensive line that gave him more than enough time, he would just he would know, be able to make those plays. But at the same you know time, what? there is still flaws there of that course. would still – peak up but there's you know every so often if he was in san francisco or something like that and it's yeah but there's flaws everywhere but i mean quarterbacks i mean all these people have flaws so i get that but like you know what you know what he last time he had a good line was ohio state and he balled out he held the ball whenever he wanted and he had tons of weapons and he could just ball out so i know it's a lot harder in the nfl i'm not just saying like oh you know we can we can easily do that no but my point is is that he came to a horrible situation from the start, we all remember three years ago, this man did not come into a favorable situation, right? If we're going to look at like least favorable to most favorable, most favorable is obviously like Pat Mahomes, right? His situation come in, already got weapons there. You got a, a veteran quarterback who's been playing well. You can learn from you have one of the greatest coaches, the offensive minded coaches, in the NFL, perfect situation. Literally least favorable is ours. You come into a situation where a GM and a coach are drafting you. And they know they're on their way out. The the head coach who's offensive minded doesn't know what he's doing. You don't even start, even though you're a first rounder. You're a third round. I mean, you're the uh, the third quarterback. It means you're not getting reps in training camps. Training camp was a waste. Then you go into your second year. 
the team gets gutted completely. You have no weapons, no offensive line. So you're running for your life. You build confidence because you can run faster than people, not because you can throw the ball, but because, you know, every play it breaks down and you are figuring out a way to get around it. Third year, you come in, they go, all right, look, we're not going to, you're not going to be a running quarterback anymore. Nah, nah, nah. What you're good at, we're not going to do that. Let's get you into a pocket passing, but pocket passing means screens every fucking play. So, like, it's not to say that Fields is is living up to his potential and that Fields should not be, you know, that Fields isn't making mistakes. That's not the point. The point is there can be two things at the same time. Quarterback's not making the right decisions. And the situation he's placed in is horrible. And, and that's why we suck. And that's why every quarterback comes in here sucks because we have never proven or had the formula to coach them in the correct manner. So yeah. I, that's why I put more on coaching than the player. And it's yeah. and why I say that last thing is because it's, it's trickled throughout all the positions. All the positions yeah. you see that's like bad coaching. I will I will say that Flus on the in the defense, like he, obviously he was coaching, he was calling the plays on the defensive side with Allen Williams being out due to a personal matter, and I thought mm-hmm. he did pretty damn well. I mean, he lost two safeties in the first half, and they kept this game within reach at all times, even though it was ugly. And offense, you know, had about three, four like drives where it was just like three and out, three and out, three and out. They still had a chance, and I, I like Flus. Is he a head head coach material? I don't know. However, he is a great defensive coach. I, I really do believe that he'll have a DC job if it doesn't work out in Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he was a great. He was a great DC. But yeah, I mean, I mean at Indianapolis. And- there's gonna be questions now this week. It's gonna. I mean, they're the hot seat. I mean, there's hot it's seats hot. on almost every. Yeah, on every single position, you got Allen Williams, which I mean, hope everything's all right. But before this, he was not. It was not good. You got Flus, hot seat. Um, Poles. Get the. I don't think Poles a hot seat. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think so because here's my thing, right? Poles' job is to get people in the building. Yeah. What Poles has done in the two years, taking it from what the team was to the assets we gained to the cap space we have, all he can do is say, hey, look, here's your toys, right? I can't tell you how to play with them, but I can just collect these toys for you and say, hey, have fun. Yeah. He's collected those toys. He didn't go all in on Justin, but he did give him enough. And yeah, he gave him enough and he hedged his bets. The fact he didn't go all in is probably going to serve us come April. If everything keeps going the way it is, the direction it's going, which is, you know, fucking terrible, but it would be a long season. But if it goes the route where we win two, three games again, you got Carolina that is going to struggle to win games as well. You could have two top, you could have two picks within the top five next year where you can get a quarterback and you can get a premier position, whether it be Marvin Harrison Jr., whether it be an edge rusher. You don't know, or you could trade back and get something more, you know, as far as capital goes. So it's like, yeah, you're set up there um, mm-hmm. before we kind of end the stream. Cause this is just a, you know, we're just giving our reactions. We're going to have a more, we'll watch the tape. We'll go through it all. We'll, we'll you know, on Tuesday, calm we'll down. recap it in a more <laughs> we'll calm, calm down. manner. This is just the kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah. event, yeah, yeah. talk about the team, give out our grades and everything like that. So if you're enjoying this type of content, if you enjoy the pod, Go ahead and like uh, the video, sub to the channel if you want to uh, be with us the rest of the year. We appreciate it. Um, Vicky, do we have any questions before we get out of here, man? Nah, no, I mean, not really. It's really them just, just lo- talking to each other, which is fine. It's, I mean, okay. it, it, it's, 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 I don't know. Yeah. It, it's weird, but I will say, I will say this. I do, I do like this comment. I did see this uh, tweet as well from Will DeWitt, but Toreen says, Ryan Poles really spent $170 million and trade away the first overall pick this offseason has the same results. Well, let me let me say this, right? I was, I'm okay with the decision to stick with Fields. That was the smart decision. It was, right? 
you also got DJ Moore. So if the court, so if Fields isn't the guy, DJ Moore is still on this team under contract, right? For like two, three years, right? So the new quarterback comes in isn't going to be the same exact situation that Fields has. Now the quarterback that comes in, right? With a whole new offseason, we have 99 million in cap space. I think we're second in cap space again, right? Oh, that's my boy Blake. That's the Packers fan, by the way, but he all right, he all right. They took an L today, too. So that's tough. Um, but <laughs> but uh not only will you know, if you have a new quarterback, let's just say it's Sanders, right? He will have some weapons on this team. Komet's here, DJ Moore's here, Mooney will be here, most likely, right? It'll be another offseason where we have a lot of money in draft capital where we can you know, do the same thing polls did where he as solidifies the trenches. So it'll be more like the situation that's ideal that we talked about with Patrick Mahomes. Obviously it wouldn't be that most ideal because we'll probably need a new head coach or something like that, but you're not coming in to a team that doesn't have weapons or doesn't have a roster. So what polls is did and why I've kind of given him the benefit of the doubt is that he's hedged his bets with fields to where if fields does not work out, which is looking like it's not going to not only can he have the uh, capital to get someone, he'll already have a roster that's more set up for success than Mitch ever had. And then that fields ever had. So then you won't have these Packers lost but our QB looks good. Yeah, we know you're the Packers. They, they always look good. Uh, so well, at least they will be um, more ready for success. Does that make sense, Dave? So like, yeah. And then what K down says, we'll have a new head coach, offensive coordinator. You know, here's my thing. If someone's going first, it's Getsy. Like if we're going to look at the tiers of like, who's the hottest seat and Dave, let me know your opinion. But I think Getsy, the offensive coordinator, right. He'd be, he'd be gone first. Then the DC, right. Alan Williams, he'd be gone. And then it'd be Fluce. And then if it's, you know, and then if not, that means it's a, a full clear house. That'd be Kevin Warren saying, hey, all yeah. of you are gone. And that'd be Paul's been gone. But I don't see that happening. I don't. Yeah, the Bears don't fire coaches midseason typically ever. And yeah, so this is a, a new, this is what I'm saying though. Kevin Warren has. Yeah. So that's what I'm So I, I think, yeah, I think Getsy midway through the season could definitely be gone, um, which would be such a crazy turn of events like from going from last year one of the rising young ocs in the league in my opinion helped justin yeah. fields you know kind of progress in a way that we that's why we're so excited and heading into this season and now we're heading into week three against kansas city where fuck it's zero and three probably <laughs> bro, and bro we yeah it's tough sorry it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough we man. might it is we might start zero and four we may go we Think about it. we we won't go i said that we may go zero and 16 a little emotional but like the teams looked real bad but realistically, we could lose 16 games in a row. So even though it's not in one season, across two seasons, we go 0-16. Like, that's easily possible. We're going to lose to the Chiefs. There's no question. That's going to happen. Who's the fourth game? Do you remember? Broncos. Denver. Oh, we're done. There's, yeah, going like, it's, yeah, we might go 0-16. And I think after that, because normally how they, how the, you know, how they grade out the season is like on four game chunks, like kind of like quarters, like how businesses do and whatnot, since there's 17 games. So it'll yeah. be interesting. If we start off 0 and 4, I think that's where the trigger is going to get pulled. Someone is going to get fired uh, after, if we start 0 and 4. Yeah. Um, so Kenny Gibbs, Dave, you're right. 0 and 3, definitely probably 0 and 4. Let's be honest here. Brecker, <laughs> yeah. Broncos don't look terrible. And uh, I want to kind of end with this. If you have some questions, you can throw them in the chat. We'll try to answer a couple before we go. But I want to end with Chase Claypool. Uh, he just mentioned this. He was asked at the press conference on offensive issues, kind of what's going wrong. He goes, sometimes 10 guys are doing good. Uh, sometimes 10 guys are doing a good job and one person isn't. 
like me, I think it's a run play and it's actually a screen. That's my fault. So for me, one, I like the ownership, but two, he's exactly right. If it's not Justin Fields, it's the offensive line. If it's not the offensive line or Justin, it's it's the play call. Something else. If it's not, yeah. <laughs> if everything else goes right, it's Claypool. You know, it's it's always someone on this offense that is just messing up in some type of way that is detrimental to the team. That's why and, I'm saying it's coaching because yeah. offensive line play, right? Obviously, that's like get, we know the offensive line is not as strong, but like all the other stuff, like he not knowing the right play, things like that, that is coaching. You should have your players ready to play. They were not last week against the Packers. We saw that. And again, this week, they were not. So I, I again, players got to ball out. You got to have the right people in here and whatnot. But if they're not coached correctly, what do you expect? What do you expect? Now, we do have a question here. Uh, Blake said, who's the scapegoat if you go 0-16? Ooh, it would probably be – it'll probably be Fields. 0-16. A scapegoat? Everyone. Yeah, I don't I mean, think for it, us. There's no scapegoat. Blake, right? Everyone. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, if you go 0-16, <laughs> bro, there's not just one person that – it isn't on no, Fields. It's, it will be the worst team in Bears history and in the NFL oh, yeah. probably, like – It'll be 0-17. Well, Lions went oh well, yeah, that's true. It would be the worst team because there's one more game because yeah. the Lions went 0-16, and so did the Browns. But yeah, there's no, there's no uh there's no scapegoat at that point. Like the whole place is on fucking fire, and we have no fire extinguishers. That's where so, the Bears other than pay, other than Kevin Warren. Yeah, if the Bears go 0-17, they gotta pay their fans. Like if if you watched any games, you need to be paid for what you watched, um, compensated thoroughly, because that's 0-17. I don't think it will get there. But at this point, who anyways, I'm not even gonna go. Bro, at this, at this, no, at this rate though, like we could easily like let's put it this way. Let's I think it's a good way to end. We should probably do this on all the post games. So my prediction to start the season was I think I, I had I think I had nine wins. I think I had nine. After I think this, we were very after close. These, I think you were eight yeah. wins and I was nine wins, actually. Nine. Oh yeah, maybe something like that. Let's just it's say eight. I'll go eight. Yeah, okay. If I'm eight right now, I'm putting it at five. Where are you at? I mean, hold on. Let me. You said five. Five. I'm calling five wins. We'll end it really. Yeah, we don't want to keep you all too much longer. We we want to try and enjoy our Sunday. But looking at this schedule, it's tough, man. We'll you got Chiefs. This. You got Chiefs, Broncos, Commanders, Vikings, Raiders, Chargers, Saints, Panthers, Lions, Vikings, Lions, Browns, Cardinals, Falcons. So, Cardinals are beating the Giants. They're spanking the Giants right now. So who knows? We may not this, be able to beat the NFL, them. NFL, anything can happen. True. And any given Sunday. sure we could win a game or two, but like to say we're favored in any of these games would just be ridiculous at this point because we we don't know what this team is, man. That well, we kind of do, but they could be worse. They could get a little bit better. They can go on a streak. But for me, I would say five wins too. Yeah, maybe five I, wins. Here's is, my thing: the potential is there. Like if we. Let's say we meet our potential. I still think we could probably sneak out eight. But how it's looking right now, we're nowhere close to that potential. Oh, we're not. We're not fucking getting eight. No way. There's no, no. I'm no not saying we're. Way. I'm not saying we are. But the you NFL's crazy. Like that's, the, that's the limit. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that's like if we reach our potential, we can still because we have a roster that can do that on offense at least, right? We have weapons. The O line is not the worst. It just hasn't been playing well. So I look at it and I go, okay. If everything's going right, we have a chance to get eight games. Maybe we go on a winning streak, right? We're on such a losing streak. Maybe things, you know, things split. The NFL, it happens all the time. But right now, how it's going, where everything is going wrong, I'm saying five games. 
that's kind of my windows at right now, five to eight. Yeah. Until I'm proven to otherwise, honest, you know, if we start to see the offense ball out, but nah. If if Justin isn't the guy, that's this is what this is what the season's about. It's, it was about Justin Fields. Is he the guy? If he is, we're set up for the future. We have a, a lot of a lot of things we could do next offseason through the draft and free agency. However, if midway through, which we kind of almost I would say we almost know the answer with him right now, just because of what's going on and what we're seeing transpire before our very eyes, you know, in week two. But if he's not the guy midway through the year, it's like, okay, oh, we're done. Do you bench him, bring in Tyson Bajan and try to, I wouldn't say tank, but try to just get the worst pick possible again, which is tough to, for fans to have to kind of watch again, going through a tank year. But if you can get, to, if you can solidify those two top five picks, man, holy, it would be nice, but, It'd yeah, be but you know what sucks? You know what sucks? It's like, realistically, Fields just needs to be the guy. I don't care what we have to do to get him back on track because I still think he can get back on track. I'm off the train now, but it doesn't mean I can't hop right back on, okay? so I almost got, I almost hopped back on on that final drive. I said, if he, yeah. prove me wrong. Fuck it. Yeah, you go right. down here, Justin, and you 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 score? You know, you score a touch and you win this game? <laughs> I, we're fucking back, baby. You were back. And it was like, all right. You're, it was similar to your tweet. I, I thought it, and of course we get you know the pick six, which was it was atrocious, man. Simple as that. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness! But yeah, we'll anyways. see. We'll see if we could because ideally, if, if he if he's the guy, we're just set. You know what I mean? We have two we have two good picks, even still, and then like all that cap space. Because I don't yeah. want to have to. The thing is, we get a rookie quarterback. We have to go through this process again. I'm sorry, a rookie quarterback is not gonna ball out. You're gonna lose a lot of games. Peyton Manning lost. I won three games, I think, his rookie year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it, like you're going to go through that again. So it's like not only is it we, we, we're we giving up on fields on this season, we've already yeah. gone through three bad seasons, Dave, to this point, if we count this one as being bad. That mm-hmm. means we get a rookie quarterback in. That's another bad season. That is four years. That is a that, that is a tour. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is a college, For me, a college degree of badness i wouldn't i'm not going to say that next year would be bad if we got a rookie quarterback because the weapons are going to be there still you probably have a better offensive line you're going to have a older better defense too so i think it may be a struggle but i think we it wouldn't be like a three four or five win season it could be eight and making noise if you get caleb williams you know it matters who you get though that's what i'm saying it it really matters who you get too but for me i want to i want to end with this it's like the optimism for me for the bears is gone I want Justin to be the guy, but I'm done saying he might be because I'm like, yeah, yeah. at this point, I don't, we don't know. And it's frustrating. It's exhausting. And it's like, April's a long time away. So I, I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't wait for the draft. Well, let's look ahead. No, I, I hope Fields goes out there and shows, you know, proves everyone wrong. But at this point, my optimism as a fan, it's, it's gone. And it's now it's, yeah. we got to just look towards, you know, other bright spots on the team and see kind of what, what happens. So I don't know, man. Again, if you if you're enjoying the you know if you enjoy the content more than the Bears right now, go ahead and leave a like. You know, sub to the channel. That hopefully this is a little please bit better. Um, we can talk about it and uh, oh, you know vent together as fans. And, and like I said, I'll have a I'm gonna have a couple you know I'll have a couple articles up here on SportsMarker.com. Ficky's gonna have. He already has a couple videos out on, on Twitter, and I'm sure it'll be on TikTok, Instagram. So you know, give us a follow if you enjoy the content. You know, sub and and we'll be back Tuesday. I'm not sure we're going to have who we're going to have with us. Uh, maybe we'll have someone just to kind of help break it down, kind of what's going wrong, what's gone wrong, and if the Bears can even come back from this, if Fields is, you know, salvageable at this point, yeah. or if the if the regime's kind of just dead in the water. We'll see. Vicky, anything before we go, man? 
Man, I just hope that maybe like I'm on board with you. I'm not super optimistic, but there is like a little, little sprinkle of hope where I'm like, you know what? Maybe we do go on a crazy run, not of winning, but just the offense looks good. And we're like, oh, Fields is not the issue. That's what I'm hoping for. At this point, I'm not worried about wins. I'm more of like, can we for sure? Because the goal of this season, right, was to be like, is Fields the guy? I just want to know that by the end of the year. And I'm hoping he is. I hope he proves me wrong. But <laughs> take Prozac. <laughs> Yeah, I might need a whole bottle at this point. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh it's gonna be a long season. So I'm glad y'all are with us. <laughs> so we can we can go through this together. It's like we're all in the Titanic, you know, it's sinking together. You know, at least you get to be with people you you rock with. So <laughs> Yeah, man. I wanna uh, get off this boat quick, you know. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> see if hey, enough. We'll be back. Yeah. Uh, we're excited. Obviously, it, it's fun to recap, you know, the Bears in general. Obviously, wishes on better terms. But we're going to be here. We're going to be here every single week. We'll be here Tuesday. We'll preview the Chiefs game. I don't think we have to, but we will on Thursday <laughs> or Friday. And we'll be back. But again, thank you for all, you know, tuning in, all the great, um, you know, messages. And, and we'll be back. So we'll see you then. <laughs> Sounds good. Peace. <laughs>